A continuación, Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a la comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Now, con ustedes, Jenny Ibarra. Buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches. Gracias por estar con nosotros. Good day, good afternoon, whatever you are. Thank you, blessings for being with us. Voces en Acción here. And today I'm gonna just gonna give a, a, a big shout out to our sponsor for this show, uh, First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank has been with us from since 1990s and they're here for the community and they're working with the community. Uh, please look at them, talk to them, get your information through uh, for your finances with them. Their phone number is 936-439-1800. Again, 936-439-1800. You can contact them in regards to your checking, business accounts, your loans for houses, anything that you need. But if, especially with Susie Woods, she's with our ITIN program. People that are, do not have ITIN Uh, they don't have social security that have an ITN are able to apply for a housing. Contact them again, 713-439-1800. Buenas tardes, buenos días, buenas noches, donde quiera que usted está. Eh, vamos a hacer un, un, una, una, un, un saludo cordial a nuestro patrocinador de hoy, que es... Eh, First Financial Bank, First Financial Bank y la señora Susie Woods que está trabajando arduamente para la comunidad hispana. El teléfono de ella es 713, eh, perdón, 936-439-1800, disculpa, discúlpenme, 936-439-1800. Ella, con ella se puede comunicar y este, hablar sobre su posibilidad de conseguir una casa, aunque usted no tenga un seguro social. Ella le ayuda también no solamente con eso, sino con... Eh, cualquier tipo de finanzas, de preguntas de finanzas, todo lo que es abrir cuentas de banco, préstamos personales, estudiantiles, todo lo que usted necesita. First Financial Bank está al alcance suyo, al alcance de su sueño americano. Nuestro programa de hoy es con la señora Hope um, Hill. De, um, el, la, la organización de ella es Working with Hope y va a hablar claramente sobre la necesidad de nosotros como personas enfermas buscar asistencia si no conocemos la enfermedad que tenemos. Uh, our program today is uh, with Miss Hope Hill. She's going to talk to us in regards to her experience and how we can work and empower ourselves by knowing what type of health issues we have and define them and look for them and search and get the research that we need to take care of our health. So I'll go ahead and let you go and listen to her show. Thank you so much for being with us and stay with Voces en Acción. Manténgase con Voces en Acción y la señora Hope Hill. Gracias. Hey, this is Jenny from Voces en Acción. We're going to talk about one of our sponsors, First Financial Bank. Are you ready to make your dreams come true in home ownership? The new affordable mortgage program at First Financial Bank can be a great option for you and your family. We're here to help you. Call 936-439-1800. Again, 936-439-1800. And discover how can we assist you. The American dream is at your reach at First Financial Bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. 
Hola, les habla Jenny de Voces en Acción y hoy vamos a hablar sobre uno de nuestros patrocinadores, First Financial Bank. ¿Listo para hacer realidad su sueño de comprar su propio hogar? El nuevo programa hipotecario de vivienda accesible de First Financial Bank puede ser una opción excelente para usted y su familia. Están a sus órdenes llamando al 936-439-1800. Nuevamente, el número es 936-439-1800. Y descubra cómo le pueden asistir. El sueño americano está a su alcance en First Financial Bank. Prestamista de vivienda equitativa, miembro FIDC. Good afternoon, good day, whenever you are. Thank you for being with us. Um, Jenny Rosales again with Voces en Acción, bringing you the, the latest information about everything that is going on within Montgomery County, Texas, Conroe, all the areas in, in the, you know, in the south areas, usually of the United States. Of course, I cover the whole United States <laughs> outside of the world as well, because there's so much interesting topics to talk about. And I'm trying to make sure that this year is a year of Of mixtures, you're gonna see a lot of stuff going on this year in my radio show, and I hope you like uh, you like it. Um, today, I have a, a, a special visit from somebody that cares for a community, somebody that's working with a community, and uh, the name of the organization that she created is Working with Hope, and we're gonna talk to her. Her name is Hope Hill, and she's gonna be giving us. All the information about the company, uh, the things that we need to know as a community, and the awareness that we need to have in regards to our personal health issues. Uh, buenos días, buenas tardes, donde quiera que usted esté. Bendiciones de parte de Jenny Rosales en Voces en Acción. Nuevamente trayéndole toda la información eh, alrededor del mundo, en Texas, en el área de Montgomery, en Conroe, y este, actualizándolo para que usted tenga este, la manera de poder tomar sus propias decisiones y al mismo tiempo enterarse de las cosas que nos afectan como comunidad. Hoy tengo la oportunidad de tener con nosotros a la señora Hope Hill. Ella es la fundadora de una corporación con el nombre de Trabajando con Hope. Se llama Trabajando con Esperanza, sería la palabra palabra correcta. Working with Esperanza, trabajando con Esperanza, that's the correct name. So vamos a entrevistar a la señora Hope y vamos a conocer un poco más de esta organización y voy a pedirle también a, a nuestro productor que nos ponga eh, el, la, la información en el sistema para que podamos ver la página y cualquier pregunta que usted tenga pueda comunicarse directamente con ella. Hope, thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate Uh, you, your commitment, your endurance. I, I know that you're you're just risking everything and you're giving everything for us, and I really appreciate that. Thank you for having me. It's really an honor. It is. Hope. Um, first of all, I want to know a little bit of your background because you know, Hispanic community, we tend to be a little bit want to know who you are. You know, we tend to be like very familiar. We want to know where you're coming from, you know, things like that. So we can relate to you, you know, mm -hmm. somehow we can get that background and relate to you. And mm -hmm. uh, um, can you tell us a little, little bit of yourself and then you can go mm -hmm. on and tell me what's going on and how can we help you? <laughs> All right. Um, so I am a mother of five children. Tiene cinco, yes. okay. She's the mother of five kids. Mamá de cinco hijos. Go ahead. Yes. And that is... Uh, <laughs> My, a blessing. A blessing. Um, one of my most, I'm so proud of that achievement in my life and the people that they have become. And uh, I have three wonderful grandchildren that are just equally as amazing. 
and um, we, uh, you know, I was single for a long time. We were we were just by ourselves. As I was a single mom, and we pulled together as a family, all of us, and we thought we had it all. We didn't need anybody else. And then um, a man came along that just really filled a gap that we didn't know was there, but was there that when he came into our lives. And mm-hmm. that's uh, my husband today was Jeff, who mm-hmm. who was also a founder of the organization and who, if anyone who has a chronic illness realizes that. That's you, your support. That's your support. <laughs> Exactly. And um, he's he's an amazing man, uh, and for especially for a man to come in and take on five children. Exactly. Eh, ella es madre soltera de cinco hijos. Se casa eh, con su esposo, señor Jeff, y la está ayudando. Ella eh, dice que lo que el orgullo más grande es de poder decir que es lo que lo más llena de tener sus cinco hijos, sus tres nietos, y al mismo tiempo tener el apoyo en momentos de crisis de lo que vamos a hablar de su vida personal y de su, 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 su salud, el, el señor Jeff fundó la organización que vamos a hablar junto con ella. Y ella, ese es lo que lo más llena, lo que, lo que más la siente orgullosa, el tener el soporte en momentos de crisis del esposo de ella. Ok, so you mentioned crisis, you, make, you mentioned that he walked in your life when you were needing it the most, and that's what, you know, created everything. Can you tell us about what's going on? And then we can go ahead and talk about, you know, working with Hope. Okay. So um, I, you know, at that time, you know, I was single mom and doing whatever it took to make things work. And so I had my own business, um, working all the time and, uh, you know, loving life and really living, but living in a way you know, how we all live, you know, exactly. too fast, too much. And we don't really take care of ourselves. And, mm-hmm. um, and those responsibilities, honestly, that, that are bearing down on us every single day. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, with all of that love and support, you know, mm-hmm. there's also very difficult times. Exactly. And, um, we're not perfect and pulling that, pulling together during those times was, was very important. But, um, you know, sometimes we, we carry on too much on ourselves and not reach out. We don't reach out to others. And, um, I'd been, been struggling, uh, for a long time and went and got some medical, you know, going to the doctor to check yourself, to check, to see what was going on. And this was in my thirties and, um, and they, You know, I went to several different physicians, and, you know, one thought I had MS, one thought I had Crohn's. Exactly. One suggested I go see a rheumatologist. Okay. And I did. Okay. And he handed me this piece of paper and told me what he thought I had, and I told him he was crazy. I didn't want to accept it. I couldn't accept it. Okay. Ella le tocó batallar como yo, como muchas madres solteras con nuestros hijos, trabajar horas extensas, tratar de equilibrar su trabajo junto con sus hijos y la crianza de sus hijos. Y su esposo entró en el momento correcto de su vida, donde a ella, ella realmente nunca tuvo la oportunidad, como muchas de nosotros, de cuidar nuestra salud. Y ella se vio forzada a tener que llegar, entonces, a ir a buscar la información, porque no se sentía bien. Su cuerpo no estaba reaccionando completamente, su mente, y automáticamente va a buscar 
a doctores para que le digan qué es lo que tiene. Va para diferentes tipos de doctores. Uno le dijo que podía que tener que tenía Crohn disease. Uno le dijo que, que tenía problemas de una, probablemente un, un tumor cerebral. Otro le dijo, eh, ella fue hasta un reumatólogo y el reumatólogo salió y le dijo, ¿sabes qué? Esta es la enfermedad que tú tienes. Y ella no quiso aceptarlo. Dice que ella no ha querido aceptarlo. So basically, the rheumatologist told you he gave you the right explanation of what you had. But And you didn't want to accept it. Mm -mm. No, I need something I could fix. Okay. Because it was something that cannot be fixed by nobody. And it just, it will take, it will take, I want to know, Hope, is this something like MSP or close to MSP or degenerative that you're, degenerative that you will probably later on in your life further down will be sitting in a wheelchair or things like that? So it's a, it's a rare uh, condition called Bassett. I have a hard time pronouncing it. Bassett. Bassett. Or Bassett's disease. It's, okay. Um, it's from Turkey. Okay. Was where it was originally discovered from a doctor in Turkey during the time of the French uh, Silk Road um, at that time. So a lot of, a lot of uh, people moving around. Exactly. Um, and that, that's when they discovered it. So it's pretty much, uh, typically most people think you have to have that type of heritage, and that's not correct. You okay. can have it. Now we're finding it, and I think a lot because we're just so, we, we've intermingled so much. I don't know the right. Exactly. And so, um, you know, no one really, you know, because they didn't think I was from that heritage. They thought there was. Yeah, know, it's not generational. It's not DNA thing. So yeah. basically. You got it, and you don't even know how you got it. Right, right. And okay. so, you know, you're like, you're really questioning yourself. And um, uh, I just stayed away from rheumatologists and went other routes to maybe see if I could get better, and I didn't. And so, um, you know, I uh, really believed I was a hypochondriac. <laughs> Yeah, and I have to laugh on that because the it's way, funny. The way of being hypochondriac, you have something, you're not hypochondriac. Uh, eh, eh, lo que me río es lo siguiente: ella va a todos los doctores y, le, y el reumatólogo le dice, ¿sabes que Tiene una enfermedad que se llama Bachet Syndrome. Es un síndrome que fue descubierto en Turquía. Ella se quedó, no puede ser, pero yo nunca, yo no tengo ni siquiera sangre turca, no tengo nada de ese lado por allá de Europa, no, 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 no he estado. Y eh, el, el reumatólogo dio el, realmente con el, la definición de lo que era la enfermedad que ella tenía, por los síntomas y todo lo que ella había hecho. Ahora, como no lo quiso aceptar, comenzó a investigar y llegó un momento donde ella, ella pensó que ella estaba hipocondriaca, básicamente creyendo que tenía todo esto, acá rato estaba enferma, pero realmente era porque realmente estaba enferma. So basically, um, you, this, they, they discovered the Bachet syndrome on you and you continue searching for answers, okay? For they, many when, when, years. Okay, for many years. Did you went back to the, did you decide to then, you know, stop it and realize that this is what you have and then study it? No. Wow, how long it took you to realize that you wanted That was to? in my 30s. Uh -huh. It was, um, I really pretty much forgot about it because it was just something I wasn't even going to entertain. Okay. And um, it was, uh, 2019, uh -huh. I got so bad off and was not recovering, and um, I had went to the dentist, and, you know, there's, it, this disease causes problems in your mouth. Exactly. And he says, you need to go to a infectious disease doctor. Okay. And I was like, 
Okay. And because I was really struggling, I actually even went to a psychologist, and he had told me, "You're not a hypochondriac. So you need to figure out what's going on." Okay. And I was like, "Well, okay, well, maybe, but we're gonna still see if I'm a hypochondriac and just mentally make myself well." Okay. You know, you know this is something. You know, it's just me making myself sick. Anything other than something that couldn't be fixed. Wow. And. Um, I went to this uh, um, infectious disease doctor, mm-hmm. and you know, I said I have mangitis, or you know, I was that's how I I was looking it up. I was like, I have mangitis. Nobody's I, I don't know if anybody's ever checked me out, but that's how I feel. And she goes, you don't have mangitis, you have the sets. So the infectious disease replied to you the same thing. What the? Uh, oh my God! And that was we're talking twenty years later. You could have probably. Whew, I, could have been a, I could have been a lot better, better off. Exactly. Yeah, if I would have had that treatment, you know, to slow down the process. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ella agar, va, como le dije anteriormente, va al, al reumatólogo y el reumatólogo le dice la definición de lo que ella tiene. Ella no lo cree y sigue investigando. ¿Cree que esté poco con acá? Eso fue cuando ella tenía 30 años. Esperó 20 años para que le dijeran por un problema que se puso muy grave, porque esta enfermedad te ataca todo tu... Tu, tu boca, todo el área norte tuya te la ataca, básicamente. Entonces, automáticamente ella decide ir a, le dice, el dentista le dice, tienes que ir a un doctor especialista, vamos a decir que sería un, eh, en, de, en, 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 en diferentes tipos de enfermedades infectuosas. Sería un epidemólogo, sería la palabra correcta. Uh, so, infectious disease doctor may be an epidemologist. Epidemiologist, am I right? Uh, yeah, epidemiologist. So, eh, el doctor se encarga de ver todos los diferentes tipos de, de, de enfermedades y te puede diagnosticar con lo que tú Y la, el doctor le dice, ¿sabes qué? Sí, tienes Basset Syndrome y lo tienes. Entonces, después de 20 años, dice, y no puso atención por su orgullo, por tantas cosas. Ella fue hasta un psicólogo. El psicólogo le dijo que no era hipocondriaca, que tenía que buscar lo que estaba pasando. Y, pero ella, por quizás no, no aceptarlo, lo, lo, lo frenó. Y quizás si hubiera tomado el tiempo, 20 años atrás, hubiera podido prevenir el trata, tomar el tratamiento y prevenir que se agravara la situación. Pero, bueno, you know something... You did it in the time that God wanted it to do, to do it, not in the time that you wanted it to do. That's my feeling, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you found it whenever it was. Now, my question is this one. Were the, the, the infectious disease told you, is there a cure? Is there a treatment for life permanently? Or you can live, learn to live with it? Or how, how did it tell you? And I'm sorry <laughs> to be so personal. Hope I, uh, she, she was actually very, um, you know, she really didn't want to give me a lot of information about it wow. you know because that's not something that she would treat but you know she says you're, you're going to be okay but when um where i was at that point um it was a very long recovery and i'm still you know i won't ever probably fully recover from it okay you know like i used to be able to bounce back and like nothing was wrong okay because you you have um that's why it's so complicated and so hard to diagnose is that you you're sick for a period of time and then you're well and then you're sick and then you're well again and then you're well again and none of the symptoms really seem to be related but they are 
And so you're going to different doctors and you're going, you know, everybody has opinion here and they have, but nobody's actually, actually connecting the picture. And it takes about, you know, on average seven years to get a diagnosis with going to one doctor and then sitting down and, cause it's very complicated. Um, when I first got diagnosed, you know, I was very angry, mm -hmm. but there's nobody to blame. Exactly. Nobody. That's the worst thing. You cannot yeah. blame anybody, but at the same time, wow, yeah. it was hard for you to accept it. It was very hard. And, and then, um, it put me, <clears throat> it put me in a place where I, I couldn't even get out of bed. And, uh, because in the top of that, the depression and the anxiety and everything that goes along. Well, the one of the symptoms of the z disease or uh -huh. syndrome is uh, <coughs> is uh, trigeminal neuralgia, which is called the suicide disease. Oh my God! Because of the pain level that it creates, and I didn't know anything about that. And you know, as a patient, and for years, I've been sick most of my life, my pain had always been trivialized or, you know, it's like, oh, I have a headache and they would try to diagnose it into like the, but it didn't really fit into that, those categories that they have, like a migraine or, you know, they would really just say, oh, it's not, you know, that bad. And I just quit talking, quit complaining. Wow. And because it wasn't ever, and nobody could ever figure out, I kept going to the dentist and kept getting... Um, root canals and all kinds of dental work and that was not helping at all and it's it's these nerves that are here in your face in your face okay 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 and um, uh, you're a beautiful woman you've been through a lot and you're helping humanity God is gonna pay you back with blessings don't worry about it he already has le digo ella que que es tan duro porque dice que no se sintió un momento tan duro en su vida donde básicamente la parte de lo que es el diagnóstico de la misma enfermedad es donde tú tiendes a tener dolores tan severos que tú quieres psicológicamente acabar con tu vida. Ese es el tipo de dolor. Los dolores son faciales, mayoría del tiempo en la cabeza, en el área de la boca. Ella iba al dentista todo el tiempo a arreglarse la boca y realmente eso no cambiaba el problema. Eh, eh, ha, ella ha batallado tratando de buscar cada síntoma y ponerlo sin conectar. O sea, la enfermedad la ayuda, tiene un tiempo donde está bien, bien, bien mal, que no se puede parar ni siquiera de la cama, y tiene un tiempo donde está muy bien y puede tener todas sus actividades. Ese es el tipo de enfermedad. Y, y le, 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 le toca básicamente, y lo voy a preguntar a ella, Does it goes into your nerves most of it? Sí, los nervios. Esa enfermedad, por lo que yo puedo entender, ataca todos los nervios y todos los nervios que usted tiene. Y si lo tiene en la cabeza, en las manos, en los pies, en todo el cuerpo, le va a atacar por todos lados. Entonces, ella tenía que buscar los doctores específicos por cada lado del cuerpo y nunca daba con una sensación de, de sanación. Y, y le digo yo, lo que me gusta de todo esto es que ella, con su dolor y con su problema, sabiendo lo que está pasando, sabiendo el dolor, creó una fundación. Y vamos a hablar sobre Working with Hope. Vamos a hablar sobre eso. Y vamos a tratar de 
que ella nos explique qué significa eso, por qué la creó y qué es lo que quiere hacer. Al, al nosotros entender esto, podemos ayudar a personas como ella que fueron diagnosticadas con enfermedades que no entendemos, que no sabemos y podemos también reunirnos con ella, llegar a la organización de ella, entender y ella les puede dar a ustedes las bases de cómo comenzar a entender su situación de salud. Now, we're going to talk about your beautiful work that is working with hope, okay? How did it came about, you know, how your husband decided, no, we're going to do this <laughs> and we need to understand this and we need, I, I want to pass the word. You as a human being, you want to pass the word around to every single person that is out there that has a chronic disease that they have no idea what it is or they may have told them their name, for example, Let me just tell you, personally, in my life, I have a sister that she has bone recklinghausen. If you've, no, that's not a known, you know, unknown sickness. And my sister has lived 55 years with that sickness, 52 years with that sickness. And I had to go through the, through the medical to find out. It's, nobody knows about bone recklinghausen, and she's not German. Okay, right. yeah. so believe me, I know what you're going through. Yeah. So I just, at this point, I, I, you know, I, I want to make sure, what is it that, what, what was the key for founding uh, Working With Hope? And then how, how is that working along? And how can, we can get involved with you? Okay. Big question. <laughs> <laughs> how do you start it? Um... <clears throat> So it was started because um, during that time um, of laying in bed and not moving and not being able to be a part of the world that I loved so much. I loved the people that I worked with. I loved my job. I loved working. Um, I literally, what kept me alive was just laying there and just... I couldn't organize words in my, I couldn't get sentences out in the correct order and my brain was, I could only repeat certain, like a phrase that I had memorized and I would just think about every single person I had ever came in contact with. If I didn't know their name, I would just picture their face and that kept me sane. And um, what came from that was just forgiveness Forgiveness for myself okay. and for everyone. And, you know, my, my poor husband, you know, had to, you know, and, and so go through that with me and his love and his support. And I just want to, I want people to know how beautiful they are. I want them to know how much they are loved. And I feel that if they know that, they will never give up. And they will fight for their lives. And they for will fight. And help others. Because it's worth it. Okay. That's why. Okay. Dice que la organización, y está llorando porque para ella es muy emocional, la organización comenzó cuando estaba en lo peor de su enfermedad, en una cama, tirada sin poderse parar, sin poder caminar. 
Esto, como les digo, afecta a los nervios, así que no podía ni siquiera hablar correctamente. Las palabras que le salían eran palabras básicas. Eh, su pensar era uno y lo que quería decir era otro, así que ella nada más veía la cara de las personas, el reflejo de lo que ella quería hacer, y así comenzó a crear Working with Hope, porque para ella era, la palabra que le venía encima era perdón, 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 era la palabra que ella tenía que aceptar, de perdonarse a sí misma, aceptar lo que estaba pasando y continuar. Con la, con la palabra perdón, al tú perdonar, al limpiarte tú, automáticamente tú puedes continuar y tener la fuerza para seguir tu vida y seguir adelante en lo que tú tienes que hacer. Entonces, eso es lo que ella quiere dar a entender con Working with Hope. La persona tiene el, la ímpetu de perdonar, de aceptar, ¿okay? de dar y de producir. Entonces, eso es lo que ella hizo y comenzó a ver la belleza de las demás personas alrededor, la belleza extenua que hay en cada uno de nosotros. Y eso fue lo que hizo que creara la organización. In your, I'm going to ask uh, our producer to go ahead and put our website. Do you have the link? I think I gave you the link. Um, so we can go ahead and put the website. Voy a poner el website de ella en la pantalla para que usted lo vea, por favor, y pueda entrar allí y saber un poco más de la organización. Porque este tipo de organización son las que nosotros como hispanos tenemos que dar fondos y ayudar. Porque tenemos miles de hispanos allá afuera que están pasando por esto y no saben lo que tienen. Y tienen, eh, le decía yo que mi hermana más chica eh, tiene una enfermedad que se llama Von Recklinghausen. No la conocía y no es de, nosotros no somos, nosotros no somos, este, ¿cómo se llama? Eh, alemanes. Y ella desarrolló esa enfermedad. Entonces, todos nosotros en nuestros países tenemos enfermedades de toda clase que no sabemos qué son. Y, y, y queremos ganar el mundo sin saber que podemos aceptar lo que tenemos. Esa es la aceptación, es lo que te ayuda a producir. Aquí está Hope. Ese es su web page. That's your web page. Yes. And I love it. I love their smile. You look so beautiful in that Thank smile. You. That means the, really the acceptance that you have gotten after those 20 years of struggle has mm -hmm. been marvelous because it changed your life. La, la organización, el website de la organización es www.org workingwithhope.com así mismo te lo van a poner y está el logo ahí Working with Hope y ella me da gusto porque lo tiene bien explícito tú te metes allí y ella dice que su logo o lo que ella presenta es que el ser humano tiene cuatro cosas en la vida una la confianza la aceptación el respeto y el empoderamiento en español sería care C-A-R-E. En inglés es Reliance, Acceptance, Respect, and Empowerment. That's her logo. That's her motivation. Can you tell me what do you mean by Reliance and Acceptance and Respect and Empowerment? Can you tell me? Oh, yes, I okay. can. Yes. So during that struggle, you know, what I felt I have lost, especially like with losing my job, losing the ability to pick up a grandchild. I know that. Drive a car. Um, clean my house. Wow. You know, uh, losing those abilities and being able to produce and be self-sufficient, produce income and be self-sufficient, and that, that was that was gone. 
and I had no way of getting it back. And um, I, I had accomplished so much in my life and overcame so much. I, I am a survivor of trauma. Exactly. And I had overcame some really horrific events in my life. And this took the toll, took the toll. And I didn't, I didn't know how I was going to come out of it. Okay. And reliance just was, and I realized I was always using the word self-reliance. Exactly. Not mutual reliance. reliance. And that, that is what is important and being true to yourself. Exactly. Knowing who you are and and you know, communicating with your physicians and being honest and open and vulnerable and being vulnerable is very challenging. Exactly, exactly. Dice que va, ella, eh, como, eh, le pregunto cómo ella creó el, lo que es el logo de la organización que significa, claro, eh, Reliance, Acceptance, Respect and Empowerment. Dice que para ella siempre fue bien difícil eh, el hecho de aceptar de que todo el tiempo decía que eras, eras self-reliance, o sea, confianza en ella misma, pero era confianza en las personas que están alrededor. Ese, el reliance para ella, ella tenía que abrirlo, ella tenía que romper esa barrera de que era solamente ella. ella acuérdense que esta es una mujer que trabajaba para cinco hijos, tenía trabajos, era una mujer ama de casa, una mujer que caminaba, que hacía todo, todo. Si la ven perfectamente, una mujer bellísima. Ella perdió todo, o sea, ella no puede manejar correctamente como debe ser. A veces ella no puede limpiar su casa, ella depende que la ayuden. Dependen, a, veces, a veces no puede ni siquiera este, trabajar, o sea, no puede trabajar. No ha podido trabajar, perdió su trabajo. Uno pierde, cuando uno pierde lo básico, automáticamente uno no deja de confiar en uno mismo y tiene que comenzar a confiar en todos los que están alrededor de uno. Porque realmente uno no, dice, levantar a su nieto, y lo digo yo por experiencia pro propia, yo no puedo levantar a mi nieto ya, y me duele en el alma porque tengo cuatro, cuatro cirugías de la espalda. Las dos más recientes fueron este mes que pasó. Y ha sido muy difícil para mí. Yo, no, yo veo a mi nieto y no lo puedo cargar. Mi nieto tiene nada más 12 meses. O sea, yo sé lo que está pasando Hope, y Hope a, 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 está llegando a ense enseñarnos a cómo entender esto nosotros. Hope, then, in regards to acceptance, that means that when you really, you decided, okay, I'm going to be confident to everybody. I'm going to try to be reliant to everybody. Let people be, you know, have openness on that. Mm -hmm. Then, I guess, the part of acceptance, that means yeah, I'm accepting. Accept it. I'm, I'm, Yourself and. I have to sit down and say, well, this is where I am, mm -hmm. and this is what I'm going to accept. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And there's no going back. There's no going back. Uh, and not only that, when you accept it, you embrace it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Ella dice que entonces después toma la, la posición donde en lo que es la aceptación de la enfermedad, de su vida, de su vida física, los límites que ella tiene. Cuando estamos enfermos, desea la enfermedad que tengamos, tenemos límites. Y cuando no los aceptamos, es más difícil. Lo más fácil es aceptar tus límites en tu enfermedad y no solamente aceptándolos, sino abrazándolos, embracing it. Vamos a tomar un break en estos momentos para continuar entonces con lo demás que sería Respect and Empowerment. Vamos a conseguir ahorita hablar con ella, vamos a tomar un break para hablar este, de nuestros patrocinadores y tratar de este, eh, eh, 
continuar con Hope para que nos siga diciendo un poquito más de esto. We're going to take a little break right now and we're going to go ahead and hear some words from our uh, sponsors and we will continue back uh, with Hope and, and her story. Thank you. Hola, this is Jenny from Voces en Acción and I'm going to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, First Financial Bank. If you wish to purchase your own home, but you don't have a social security number, First Financial Bank can help you. Their ITIN home loan program can be a perfect option for you. They are here to help you. You can reach them at 936-439-1800. That number again is 936-439-1800. The American dream is at your reach at First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank is an equal housing lender member FDIC. Hola, les habla Jenny de Voces en Acción. Estoy aquí para hablar sobre un patrocinador de nosotros, First Financial Bank. El préstamo hipotecario ITIN puede ser una opción excelente para usted. Están a sus órdenes llamando al 936-439-1800. Repito, el número es 936-439-1800 y descubra cómo le pueden ayudar. El sueño americano está a su alcance en First Financial Bank, prestamista de vivienda equitativa, miembro FDIC. Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a nuestra comunidad latina. Usted puede apoyarnos con su patrocinio, informando, promoviendo y ayudando a nuestra comunidad. ¿Tiene algún comentario? ¿Quiere hablar con nosotros? Podemos escucharle y ayudarle. Llámenos ahora al 832-732-4744. 832-732-4744. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. 832-732-4744. 47.44 Thank you for holding on and continuing seeing our show because it's a very interesting show today. I have my heart. I cannot cry, but Hope already cried for me, but I'm happy for her because basically, you know, something after a sad story, they're exactly saying that there's always a rainbow at the end of the show because we're able to see the colors and the truthness and everything that goes into in our lives. And that helps us continue working. I was talking to Hope in regards to uh, the, the five, the four, uh, you know, um, I guess, core values of her, her organization. And we stop at um, and respect and empowering, which are the last two. And those are something that we need to uh, verify and clarify with the Hispanic community and with all of us in, 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 as a unity of a community. Estamos hablando nuevamente, gracias por estar con nosotros, con, con Hope Hill. Ella es la fundadora de Working with Hope, la organización que se encarga de trabajar con personas que no saben el el diagnóstico de enfermedad que tienen y cómo aceptar, cómo eh, confiar, cómo eh, eh, tener poder y salir adelante sin tener que, me explico, eh, caer en la depresión, caer en la, en la negación, caer en todo lo negativo que hay alrededor de una enfermedad. Este, hope, now, respect. When you meant respect, it was respect for yourself or respect for your others. Oh, with all of the principles, it's mutual. Exactly. It's not just ourselves. Um, you know, I was trying to find my purpose exactly. as well uh -huh. as what am I going to do now. Exactly. And um, 
it's really, it's all mutual. You, you have to respect yourself and you have to respect others. If you want others to listen you know, to you and to be involved with you, you have to be giving. That's exactly. what our purpose is to give. Ella, ella lo dice claramente. Nosotros, la palabra respeto, respeto es con uno mismo y con las demás personas que están alrededor. Porque cuando tú te respetas tú misma, tú puedes, tú puedes respetar a los demás y dar, y dar. Tienes que, tenemos que dar. Al respetar, estamos dando respeto. Estamos respetando lo que otras personas tienen y eh, podemos aceptar más lo que vivimos cuando nosotros respetamos a los demás y hacemos que nos respetamos. The other thing, not only respect others or respect yourself, make others respect us as well. Exactly. Just because, because we, you're loving because, doesn't mean you're doesn't, a doormat. Exactly. <laughs> Exactamente. Dice otra cosa, no solamente que ustedes se respeten ustedes o me respeten, que, usted, que nosotros nos respetemos ustedes o que nosotros nos respetemos nosotros mismos, sino que las personas que están alrededor de nosotros nos, respeto, nos respeten a nosotros también, porque no somos un mantel o un pedazo de trapo. O sea, y hay personas que no entienden eso. En el, lo último, esta es la parte que más me fascina a mí. Empowerment, empoderamiento. The last part is empowerment, which to me is the key of any woman right now. And that's what I'm focusing my, in my radio show all the time. You know, thanks to the Lord, Lone Star Community Radio has backed me up all the time because I believe that the woman, no matter how bad we are, we have that right to be empowered. Mm -hmm. And we're able to grow out of the not, nothing and come up. You did it. Mm -hmm. I did it. Anybody can do it. Yes. So empowerment for you, what is the meaning of empowerment for you? Empowerment for me was 100% with inside of myself. Okay. It was uh, that, that is something that it's very... Peaceful, the peaceful inside of you that mm -hmm. you're accepting and that you're in control of your acceptance, in control of your respect, in control mm -hmm. of your reliability to others. And that it's is so sweet. And it's something that no one or anything can take away from you once it's there. It's just, it's something that I have to wake up each day and remind myself of. And if I would have waited to share this, because believe me, It's very hard to say these things because then I've made myself this person. Everybody's going to be like, well, she did that. She did that. And it's something that we practice every day. Yeah, people think just because we're vulnerable, 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 vulnerable. <laughs> my English, <laughs> my Spanish, I'm sorry. We are not able to just pick up and strong. We cannot. Yeah. And you're doing it. And that's yes. something that I respect from you, Hope. Really, yeah. I do. Eh, lo que veo, y lo dice ella claramente, el, el empoderamiento para ella era aceptar los otros principios. Lo que es la capacidad de confianza a otras personas, la capacidad de aceptación de su problema, la capacidad de el poder este, respetar a otros en su enfermedad. Y muchas personas cuando estamos enfermos nos gusta maltratar a los demás. Eso es lo que quiero saber y, y quiero que nosotros aprendamos. Cuando nos están atendiendo, cuando estamos enfermos, cuando estamos sentados, cuando estemos frustrados, por favor, acuérdense que esa persona que nos está cuidando, que nos está dando de comer, que nos está atendiendo, es un ser humano y necesita respeto, necesita amor y caridad y necesita que, dar, que le demos las gracias por todo el sacrificio que han hecho. I'm telling them something extra and I apologize and I'm pretty sure you're going to agree with me. When you're sick, you're frustrated. Mm -hmm. And you bark at oh, everybody. everybody. 
Oh yes. And you don't you don't realize that you're barking at the persons that are giving you food, that are cleaning cleaning your tables, that are helping you. You treat them like the worst. You do. And at the so. same time, you you should need to. That's part mm -hmm. of respect. Mm -hmm. That's part of empowerment too. You need to say thank you. Yes. You did it to Jeff. You did it to your husband. You embrace it with your with your mm -hmm. kids. And that's something that Hispanic community needs to know. That's what I was telling them. They need to start barking. Yeah, and I was barking to... all the time. I imagine. And I had to I had to stop. And I had to then forgive myself. Exactly. When you realize what you're doing. And that's probably the hardest. That's the hardest. It hurts. And it's wow. painful. Wow. Um, when you realize that. And then you just don't want to do it anymore. Dice que ella, como le digo, en inglés barking significa ladrando. Cuando tú estás con ellas, es, es lo que le acabo de decir a ustedes. Eh, cuando estás enferma, ella se la pasaba haciéndolo, brava, molesta, con todo el mundo. Y dice que ella tuvo que aprender a pedir perdón y aceptar que estaba haciéndolo mal. Y cuando lo haces, dice que es bien duro, pero al mismo tiempo aceptas tu condición y aceptas que las personas que están alrededor tuyo te están ayudando, no matter what. Esa es la confianza. Okay, now we're going to talk about business. Going down, sir, I think that uh, and there's going to be, I don't know if it's on the, um, I think in the bottom. No, it's not that. Where do you have the event? You oh, event. It's under services uh -huh. and fam jam. Okay, perfect. Ella va a tener una, una, un fam jam. Es un, como una gala para la organización. Y es para recordar fondos para que otras mujeres o hombres que estén enfermos y que necesiten ayuda puedan salir adelante. Es, eh, the Fam Jam is from this lady. She's the one that is going to be doing the dance phenomena, okay? Yes. Es la señora Stella Starler. Ella va a estar, es una entrepreneur, ella, ella es coreógrafa y va a estar eh, eh, haciendo su coreografía delante de muchas personas. Y fue designada para eh, que, dice, fue designada para que haga unión entre los padres de familia de los enfermos, los hijos, las personas que están cuidando a los enfermos, ¿ok? Todo mundo en esa rutina van a poder ver el video y van a poder dar cuenta la unión que tienen que tener con la persona que está enferma. Ella lo hizo para que las personas que estén alrededor suya, si usted está enfermo, puedan entender el proceso de dolor, el proceso de, de, de negación, el proceso de afectación que usted tiene que pasar. Ella está haciendo esta gala y está buscando, buscó un curio, una coreógrafa para poder representar esto y lo va a hacer it's going to be what day going up um, it's the fourth Tuesday about right here at February 28 el 28 de febrero de 6 y media de la tarde a 8 y 30 de la noche y va a ser en el uh, Arts uh, Galay Arts Foundation que queda sobre la Woodland Parkway aquí en el área norte de eh, de Woodlands en Conroe um, ella that, that's going to be uh, is, you know people go there and they there's going to be bidding action. You're going to do an auction or not? Or this no, is going to be only... This is actually a... Um, the, the purpose of Rare Art and, and the program, and we're partnering with uh, with Victory for Veterans and Glade Art Foundation, uh -huh. is to um, help heal through art. A lot of times when... Well, when people have chronic illnesses exactly. or PTSD, they uh -huh. don't have the... 
their resources, their money is going to medical care and exactly everything else. But everything else, but education um, events that they might be able to enjoy. Exactly. Um, the lost opportunity. They they're suffering chronic unemployment, and then plus they're having a lot of. Um, just communication it's just a huge burden on a family mm-hmm. and that that communication and being able to work through problems together and work it together as a team that is something that Jeff and I work together on every day just okay. about you know it's like because it's a it's a lot of work exactly. when you're caring for someone exactly and so having an opportunity to go out to a free event have um, a professional choreographer this is her this is Stella I'm sorry, Shella's, um, her she, work is amazing. Yeah, she. this is what she wants to do. And I was with her um, uh, Wednesday night uh-huh. when we were just rehearsing and practicing through this this program that we're going to do and doing some of the filming and working with parents and their and their children. Uh-huh. It's a lot of fun. That's they were having good. a really good time. And so we want to we want to have an activity every uh, fourth Tuesday of the month there at the Glade up till all the way to October, and we're going to be doing other classes like uh, uh, free art drawing okay. and then mask. Uh, how much is the cost? It is free? it is free to the. Um, <coughs> Sorry, you have to register. We do have limited, very limited very space. Okay, but so every you, four. Every fourth Tuesday. Tuesday, okay. Este programa que ella está haciendo es cada cuatro martes, cada cuarto martes al mes. O sea, que lo está haciendo gratis para la comunidad, para los padres de familia, para los hijos, para las esposas de las personas que están enfermas, para que ellos vayan y este se diviertan un poco, tengan un poco de, de paz y de, de camaradería y aprendan este que mediante la danza, mediante las cosas de artes, ellos pueden eh, sanar eh, y ayudar a sanar a la persona que está enferma. La persona que está enferma usualmente también puede ir y la persona también puede tomar eh, la iniciativa de tener un tiempo libre, de poder reírse, de comunicarse con otros que están en el mismo nivel que él. Y eso lo está haciendo ella. So every four Tuesday of the month you're going to have one of these. Yes, ma'am. Ok. Es, es gratuito. El evento es gratuito. Los eventos van a ser gratuitos. Ella los está publicando en el webpage. Todo, so all, all your events are going to be published in the webpage. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. they will be. And, ok, perfect. And then on, on social social media um, as well. Okay. Y en las, en, la, en las plataformas de YouTube eh, y de todo lo demás, ella los tiene allí y va a publicarlo. You have another event where you're gathering funds too, am I right? Which one is that one? I don't know that because I saw one. So if everyone wants to go to the stand. Stand, on, that's the stand. Yeah, and get hamburgers at Hughes Landing, um, uh, 20% of all sales on the 25th of February goes to Working with Hope, which will fund... Uh, the, the rare art program. Ok, hay una, un restaurante que se llama The Stand en el área norte de Conroe, en el área de Woodlands. Ellas están vendiendo, venden hamburguesas y la gente compra ahí. El 20% de las donaciones de lo que ustedes compra ahí comida automáticamente va, se la va a dar, dar a la señora eh, en Working with Hope, la señora Hope, y ella la va a utilizar para poder mantener este tipo de eventos uh, constantemente eh, para la comunidad. Any, is there anything that you want us as, as Hispanics to know about about everything that is going on right now associated with you and working with Hope? And, and what do you want us to learn? Because, see, you are seeing us from that. I keep saying we're the ones, we're the bulls in the ring. You're outside. 
Can you tell us? I would say get involved. Get involved. Be open. Look for help. Especially if you have, there are services out there available. Um, be be willing to go out and look. And, and it, it, it takes a lot of courage. It really does. Um, one of the hardest things for me was to walk out the door with my cane and my dog. And for people wow. to see me like that. Because no one's ever seen me vulnerable like that. And that was... That was very challenging and, and still is today at exactly. some times. And, but you're in a beautiful, we're in a beautiful country here and mm. there are so many resources. There's no reason for us to be having the problems that we're having. And I think that um, the answer is just responding more in love and Caring. utilizing, caring and utilizing the resources Jesus. that we have Stop blaming. Exactly. Start being part of the solution. Exactly. Make your voice known in a very positive way, caring, empathetic way, because as much as you have needs, so does the other person. And I know that together there, there's, we there's can no, do more things. Yeah. There's no competition. We are all here together. Exactly. And, um, we all need to strive to go beyond what we think is our limitations. Exactly. exactly. And um, never, never give up. Try not, not why me? Like, okay, what's next? Okay, I want to do this. Exactly. Have something that... Have a plan. Have a plan. Exactly. Ella dice que, le pregunté que era lo, que, lo último que quería decirle a la comunidad para que nos guiara, para que entendiéramos este, que hay muchas personas pasando trabajo y necesidades, que hay muchos que están enfermos y que no saben cómo definir su enfermedad. Y me dice que, por favor, nos envolvamos. Nos envolvamos en todo lo que puede ser, que podamos ayudar, que podemos, que nunca el hablar es malo, que el decidir y expresar lo que sentimos es claro. Tenemos que hablar. Si nos sentimos mal y estamos enfermos, hablar. Si usted cree que su familiar está enfermo, tiene que hablar. Hay muchos recursos en la comunidad, en todas las comunidades, donde pueden ayudarlos para conseguir asistencia para las enfermedades que hayan, que haya, que se hayan desarrollado y que tengan cura o no tengan cura. Hay recursos. Ella dice que lo más difícil para ella fue aceptar que tenía que caminar con un bastón y tener un perro guía. Para ella eso fue muy duro. Pero esos son recursos que tuvo que aceptar y que lo pudo aceptar y que ya rompió esa barrera. Ustedes lo que tienen que hacer es aprovechar que en este país tenemos la libertad de poder hacer todo. Tenemos los recursos. En otros países no lo podemos hacer. Hay que averiguar, hay que contactarse, hay que buscar fundaciones como Working with Hope. Hay un montón de fundaciones que ayudan y que ayudan a personas con necesidades. Comuníquense con nosotros. Siempre he puesto mi número de teléfono, 832-732-4744. La información de la señora Hope está en mi webpage y tiene todo, todos los datos hasta el webpage de ella. Como repito, es www.workingwithhope.com. Usted puede entrar ahí directamente. Le deja un mensaje, ella le responde. Si es en español, ella me lo manda a mí. Y perdón, se me acaba de caer la, 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 la cosa del cabello. Ella me lo manda a mí y automáticamente yo me encargaré de pasarle la información a usted. Estamos en muchos días de frío ahorita mismo y por eso tengo mis bandanas. Pero um, 
tenemos que en estos momentos concentrarnos, ver lo que la otra persona necesita y ayudar como podemos. Mar, averigüe, llame. Voces en Acción está, está con usted para poderle ayudar, ¿ok? A conectarse con todos los recursos de la comunidad, ¿ok? La señora Hope tuvo la oportunidad de venir a hablar. Ella va a estar con ustedes siempre que ustedes necesiten. Recuerden, cada, cuatro, cada cuarto martes del mes va a tener una actividad. Y por favor, comuníquense. Muchísimas gracias por estar con nosotros. Sorry. Today is like the last time of, of this. It's been cold outside and it's like off. That's why I'm using my hair down and I usually fix my hair. But, you know, please, I apologize for this. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm telling the Hispanic community to communi communicate. Mm -hmm. They need to communicate with us. They need to contact 832-732-4744. Uh, I can give them the information about Hope. Hope's information is in my webpage as well. We're gonna, you know, this this show needs to be open to everybody that can need that that empowerment, that love, that careness. You guys are there listening to me. Please make an action. Don't let your voice be quiet. If you mm -hmm. see somebody suffering, ask them why. Look for resources. This is a free land. We are able to do and look for the resources. If you guys don't do that, can you imagine my friends down the border? They're having the worst time. So you guys need to understand that there's now we're in the time that we can get the stuff, we can gather information, we can get help. There's so many organizations like Working With Hope. And if you guys want to donate, please go and visit her page, www.workingwithhope.com. Miss Hope Hill, thank you so much for being with us. You're, you. you're an exemplary woman. Thank you for being here for the community. And believe me, we're here for you as well, anytime. Thank you so much. Gracias por estar con nosotros. Que pasen buen día. Thank you for being with us. Have a good day. Esto fue Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a nuestra comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Hasta nuestra próxima edición.